Hello, readers of Every Word, and welcome to Every Word 365. I'm your host, Christina Munoz Madsen. Today, we are reading 1 Timothy 1 through 3. According to Got Questions, the book of Timothy was written by the Apostle Paul. It was written in AD 62 through 66, so a little later than some of the other ones. As for the purpose of the writing, Paul wrote to Timothy to encourage him in his responsibility for overseeing the work of the Ephesian church and possibly the other churches in the province of Asia. This letter lays the foundation for ordaining elders and provides guidance for ordaining people into offices of the church. In essence, 1 Timothy is a leadership manual for church organization and administration. And that, of course, again, is from Got Questions, and I'm including a link to all that. The purpose of my instruction is that all believers would be filled with love that comes from a pure heart, a clear conscience, and a genuine faith. Three attributes that we should all try to embrace while showing sincere love. That's in 1 Timothy 1.5. For the law was not intended for people who do what is right. It is for the people who are lawless and rebellious, who are ungodly and sinful, who consider nothing sacred and defile what is holy who kill their father or mother or commit other murders. The law is for people who are sexually immoral, who practice homosexuality, or are slave traitors, liars, promise breakers, or who do anything else that contradicts the wholesome teaching. That is in 1 Timothy 1, 9 through 10. Harsh words, but again, so good. I urge you, first of all, to pray for all people. Ask God to help them, intercede on their behalf, and give thanks for them. Pray this way for kings and all who are in authority so that we can live peaceful and quiet lives marked by godliness and dignity. That's in 1 Timothy 2, 1 through 2. I share this for two reasons. One, every night when I pray with my youngest daughter, she adds in the words, we pray for everyone in the whole wide world. She started doing this when she was about five years old and has done it consistently since. 1 Timothy 2, 1 tells us we should all be doing that. And number two, no matter where you stand politically, praying for our leaders and those who are in authority is essential for our nation. Can I get an amen? There are some words of advice for both men and women after that. In every place of worship, I want men to pray with holy hands lifted up to God free from anger and controversy. That's in 2.8. And I want women to be modest in their appearance. They should wear decent and appropriate clothing and not draw attention to themselves by the way they fix their hair or by wearing gold or pearls or expensive clothes. For women who claim to be devoted to God should make themselves attractive by the good things they do. That's in 1 Timothy 2, 9 through 10. Ladies, if this passage bothers you or causes you concern, there's a great link at gotquestions.org that I'm going to include. I struggled with this for a while and thought I shouldn't even wear earrings for a little bit, but that link really helps me. It is all about the heart and your motivation. 1 Timothy 2, 11 through 12, women should learn quietly and submissively. I do not let women teach men or have authority over them. Let them listen quietly. Whoa. Did you know that Timothy contains such controversial topics? There's no doubt this is one of the most argued, debated topics. Again, I am not here to tell you what is right or wrong or what your church should or shouldn't be doing. But at the very least, maybe this will help us understand why some churches do what they do, which can lead to more understanding as a broader church. For I believe Satan takes no greater pleasure than seeing us believers fight among ourselves, especially through divisions in the church. 
Also, if you're new to this group, I in no way consider myself a teacher and I'm not a pastor. I'm not a theologian and I haven't gone to seminary. I'm just someone who is passionate about reading the Bible and wants to share that with others, which is why this study is open to men and women. Please reach out to me if you have any questions. I really do consider myself more of a facilitator and encourager, not teacher. So I want to be sure that that's clear for any of you. And yes, men and women are welcome to this group and future groups. And 1 Timothy 3 has some great advice for church leaders. So I'm including a link from Got Questions on that, on the qualifications of elders and deacons. Whew, that was a lot. And that was kind of heavy. I hope you're doing okay. I hope you're still with us. And I hope you reach out if you have any questions. Tomorrow is 1 Timothy 4 through 6. Happy reading. This episode is brought to you by Travel with Friends. Although my trip to Israel has been put on hold, I'd love for you to check out the Steps of Paul tour in Greece. You literally get to follow in the footsteps of the Apostle Paul and visit many of the places that we are reading about in the New Testament right now. A beautiful cruise will take you from Athens to Ephesus and the Isle of Patmos, Thessalonica, Philippi, and many more. For more information, check out the link in the podcast description. We are hoping to make that Greece trip a reality in 2025.